When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, everybody. It's Red Wings Rant. Where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. How are you doing? Ah, we was robbed. Man, these NHL games are too short. They should be 60 minutes and like 30 seconds. We would have had that fifth goal. Yeah, I'd, uh, I just tweeted out, I really would like that uh, the Grice flub back. He surprises Nick Letty with the pass. Oh. Marner steals the next uh, attempt, I guess, from Letty to start the play out of the zone. And uh, lo and behold, uh, go down by two. Uh, But that's that's actually a good way to to start the conversation. But first things first, um, Soapdish, I know you're already commenting. We didn't even start talking yet. But Soapdish has his thoughts on Tyler Bertuzzi. uh, Not happy with uh, his uh, crappy play in overtime uh, against the Panthers. But uh, Soap Dish, good to have you. Brad, good to have you. Got an almost there. And uh, performance art, as always, good to see you, my man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I at least we could start the conversation with that, right? Like, this is super disappointing. Number one, this is two games in a row where we're super bummed. But we're losing to the team that I put down. You know, like, I, every year I pick one team I'm going to put money down uh, to win uh, the Stanley Cup. I did it every year except for last year. Uh, when I make a trip to Vegas, but now we can just do it on our phones. So this year, did it on my phone, picked the Florida Panthers. So for us to lose to that team, uh, it doesn't, you know, I again, I, I picked them to win the cup. Um, uh, also, I mean, I didn't just say, I'm not just saying Florida's the best team in the league. Uh, there's, you know, I'm trying to pick the team where I'm going to win a little extra more money instead of just picking Tampa Bay to win again. Um, but yeah. that being said, I still picked him to win the cup. And then uh, I guess as bad as Toronto's start has been, it's still the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs. All right. They're, they're fucking stacked. I, I, I know that the Marner just scored his first goal uh, tonight, but I mean, come on, let's, let's, we're not going to play games here. We fucking hate the Leafs, but they're, they're stacked. So it's hard. It's hard to compete uh, with four lines. And, um, you know, we, we definitely, I, I said in uh, in my preview for the Panthers game, I said we needed the secondary scoring uh, to, to beat the Panthers. Um, but we got the secondary scoring tonight, Mike. Uh, holy shit, did we? Did we? Uh, of course, talking about Valeno uh, making his debut. But uh, all, there, there's so many things to talk about. But let's just stick with what I first said. Um, we're losing yeah. to two great teams. We're playing great hockey to, to keep up with them. I, I wouldn't say great like hockey from the analytics perspective. We got absolutely uh, trounced from an expected goals perspective today. So that means Toronto is just getting the better chances than us. Um, but uh, we, we like did enough to keep up. And our, our shot percentage is going to do a little bit better than, than Toronto's, but it's it's just one of those things. Like um, I, I like this this look of the Red Wings team that Mike. Before we started recording, I said we are the Rocky of NHL franchises right now. We we go down, but we never give up. Um, 
and it's fun to watch. Matt, um, I know that the um, expected goals for was was heavily in Toronto's favor. However, this also was a weird game in that it felt like this was the sloppiest we've looked uh, since the season started. Um, obviously, Grice had the largest boner, uh, giving up a free goal. Um, but the other kind of weird play, and he quickly redeemed himself by getting uh, what now he's third in the league uh, for assists, his most cider, when he had a no-look spin pass uh, into the middle of the blue line to nobody uh, that uh, Toronto almost took for a goal. Luckily, they didn't score. Luckily, we turned it around and got a power play point out of it. But, yeah, it was just um, – I don't know if the like the boners had more to do with um, like Toronto's speed, and it was easier for them to like punish any kind of mistake. Um, but I think you're absolutely right that this game. Um, I like your Rocky analogy. Um, it's just that <laughs> I wish that some of these these good competitive teams we could get a lead instead of having to keep fighting back. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but you gotta you gotta love the effort because it's definitely the past couple seasons it wasn't watchable hockey because you know as soon as we were down it would snowball and you would remember those games where you'd have like two three four losses in a row and it would you know be a one zero lead and quickly two three or four you know to one or zero um, and right now it doesn't feel like any lead is comfortable against this Red Wing team because you know they are they are playing so well um, even in a loss you know Ken Daniels made sure to end the commentary with that. Um, I think, or maybe it was John Keating was starting that um, post game show with you know who wants to play the Red Wings right now, and I I don't know who does. Um, I would say that arguably uh, maybe Canadian teams want to play us right now uh, before a, a certain player uh, gets a certain thing in his arm, and we can all move on from this. Uh, but yeah, you can't be upset with the effort. Um, you know, it, it did look like we. Man, right up to the very end, uh, we still almost pushed across that that goal. Even though we took a you know a penalty, um, you know we were at an empty net on five on five, um, you know because of the um, yeah. Kill. But yeah, uh, yeah, um, our boy Tristan, absolutely right, uh, Joe uh, Valeno, which is what that's how Daniels pronounced it. Um, that guy, man, I know his, I know his. Uh, his deep cut analytics were a little rough, but man, he, he definitely had a few eyeball test um, contributions to this game. Besides, you know, the, the goal, um, there's that, sh- that next shift that came like 90 seconds after his goal where Blashill just said, you know, get back out there, man. <laughs> like your energy is infectious. Give us one more. And then he almost did give the Red Wings one more um, with some incredible peaks, man. And it's just kind of mind blowing that uh, he even had to be in the minors. Like, he, he looked that um, positive. Yeah, it's uh, – and what you're talking about is drawing that uh, that penalty to, to give us a power play. But, um, yeah, that, that first goal for uh, for Valeno here, I, to me, like, the first thing uh, you and I talked about was just that Valeno seems to be putting himself in, in the right spot. Uh, let me blow right this up, place, and then I got to right mute it. Yeah, there you go. Right place, right time for Mickey. Um, gotta mute those before we get it removed from YouTube. All right. Um, now I did want to kind of go over this too, because, uh, I think, you know, everybody immediately tweets out, you know, the, the assist from Rasmussen, of course, the goal from Valeno. So that's exciting. I did want to point out if you watch, I don't, can people see my mouse? Yeah. Uh, right along the boards here is where the puck is. Uh, my boy, Vladislav Nemestikov is the one who is just dogging the puck as we go around. Uh, If he's not making this play, slowing the puck down, trying to get the win, the puck never gets back to Rasmussen. Uh, But to your, to your point, to Mickey's point, uh, what what we love seeing in the eyeball test here for Valeno is he is sniffing out these spots uh, to get open and to put the puck in because he had another great chance like this in the first period that I, I was just like, I, I was already having the thought of, oh my gosh, this guy, is, he's going to score tonight because he he does sniff out these spots. It's what we saw in the preseason. It's what we saw in, in Grand Rapids for three games, right? I, I mean, it's just, 
it's going to be difficult for the Red Wings to make an argument after this one game where he did have some production here. Uh, it's going to be tough for them to make the argument that um, there isn't space for, for Valeno on this team. Now, um, we did have the, the – oh, I guess we should probably let him finish the goal here, huh? Boop! There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yeah, uh, huge credit. And, and this is where we can transition that conversation. We'll, we'll just keep playing this, right? Um I, I loved Valeno tonight. Um, I thought Nemistikov had one of his best games of the season. And I think it started with that play. And, uh, of course, he's going to put one in as well. And it's just, um, to me, like, would we ask for the secondary scoring? Like, this is the type of stuff uh, you got to see, the way that this is getting started with Nemistikov pushing up the boards. Rasmussen, a lot of people are giving him a hard time for not really showing up, uh, not really making a statement on the offensive side of the puck. This is at least something for us to look at Rasmussen and say, you know what? He's following along the play the way he's supposed to be. Uh, we haven't won the puck battle yet, and he knew where he needed to be to make sure, you know, Nemistikov was going to be knocking that puck back. And he had uh, the awareness to throw it out front to uh, to Valeno, to a guy he hasn't practiced with all season. So, I, I mean, there's there's something to that, too. So you got to give the nod to Rasmussen to know to throw the puck out front. But, yeah, I'm, I'm giving this play to Vladdy and the um, – the wherewithal of Valeno to sniff out that open space and just snap it in. Great, great play. Um, and of course, you know, things got better for, for Valeno as, uh, as the game went on, uh, because, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed watching him, uh, dipsy doodle <laughs> for the, for the Vlad goal. Um, yeah. I think I might have that one queued up too. If, uh, you guys wanted to take uh, a peek at that. I'm kind of disappointed in uh, Detroit Red Wings, uh, dot, or not dot .com, but uh, at Detroit Red Wings, because they uh, they didn't have a nice, crisp video for us to watch. So we're going to be watching Matt, who records goals on his phone while he's watching at home. Yeah, and, like, uh, uh, bootlegger George on uh, Seinfeld. Just, oh, bootlegger, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's, uh, they, don't, they don't look as good. Um, they don't sound as good. Uh, but uh, you can still see what's going on. Now, this, this is something where, what am I going to do? Well, how am I going to dissect this? I'm just going to go, all right, I cream my pants right here and right there. And then Valeno passed over to <laughs> Mr. Koff. And then you tried to gotcha. Right. I, yeah, there was nothing left to come out. And it was just a great, <laughs> big old celebration. So uh, this is just more uh, for the argument of Valeno sticking around. Uh, I think when things, uh, I, I don't how do we want to put it? When we go back to normal in the States and Tyler Bertuzzi's back in the lineup, so um, I got to back up in the comments here because I know that this was brought up by Tristan. Mike, I wanted to have this conversation with you. Yeah. Um, so Tristan threw out there uh, some lineups. Now that we're like me right now, I'm like, okay, you played one game with Fileno. Clearly he's going to get another game because we're playing uh, in Canada for um, – actually, I know we're playing in Montreal. Are we playing another game in Canada after that? Let me uh, – I, I will – Oh no. Okay. Then we go to Boston. Um, so Bertuzzi will be back in Boston, but if Leno, I, I don't even need him to score goals in the next game. If he just looks competent in the next game, if he can get some special teams time and look like he's doing the right, he's making the right moves, then yeah, I'd keep him around. So uh, everybody throw in, throw in your lineups because uh, let's say the first line is uh, Bertuzzi Larkin, Lucas Raymond, right? And I think uh, Tristan, not even knowing that that was the stipulation, uh, that's what he's got put together here. Uh, Suter, Valeno, and Zadina. And then uh, Fabry, Rasmussen, and Domestikov is his third line. So I, I just want to focus on what I want to build out with uh, with Valeno here in the second line, because I, I think there's an opportunity here to take advantage of that. I do think this is an opportunity as well, Mike, to get Puse. Uh, out of that second line center spot because he's in the 30% range for faceoffs. And I mean, honestly, I'm just, I'm not impressed right now. And if we're going to play the game with Philip Ronick, that uh, he's going to bend, he's going to be riding pine right for two games. Um, yeah. I don't love Suter the way I love Hironic for his, you know, his, his tour of duty for the last couple of years for the wingdings. Uh so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine dropping Suter. I'm not even kicking him off the team. I'm putting him on the wing, uh, you know, as, as Tristan has on there. But yeah, it's more about putting Valeno uh, in the center spot here because Mike, I don't know if you want to go first because I, I had one in mind 
Um, it'll be kind of spoiled by the fact that uh, Blash will just announce this gentleman's injury. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if Wait, you want to go. Which injury? Which injury got announced? All right, so I'm fine. Him. I'll say it. Ah, Adam Ernie's injured. Uh, so he's day to day. Blashell said it doesn't look like it's a long-term injury, but uh, that yeah. I'll, I'll just say it. So that was my right. line. I wanted to go. I, I want to fit in Ernie on the second line. I want to have some skill with Filano and Zadina throwing it over to Ernie. I I, I think we're moving Ernie. Um, does he play? He plays uh, right wing. Um, yeah, he kind of going. But he plays both sides. He he plays left side and and right side uh, for the wing. So that's where I'm just going to play this game. Phillip is my right winger. And then uh, I'm going to put Joe Valeno at center. Uh, I'm going to, I got to scroll down to the comments because I asked you guys to give me your, your second lines with uh, Valeno or if if you want to throw him on the third line, go ahead and do that. But Mike, I I don't know. uh, Where's your head at? Well, I, uh, do you want a second? I have not had a, I have not had a lot of time to uh, really embrace <laughs> Pew Suter here, man. Okay. He uh, he hasn't really you know won over our our hearts here. Um, I, I think his highlights are mostly in a Blackhawk uniform. Um, I know he he is off the Schneid, but I I gotta think if Blashill's already to the point where he's gonna bench a Hironic, uh, we could maybe think about cutting Pew's time and bumping him to the like third line time. So I don't, I don't know if it's something where I want to necessarily move him to the wing. Um, I, I if he can't be center, we don't we don't have a ton of centers on this team, Matt. Uh, so I mean, even if you're going to lose faceoffs, somebody on this team has to take faceoffs. So I, I guess I would give uh, Valeno a shot with Zadina. Um, if Zadina likes making plays for other people and Valeno. He, insists in being in the right spot to keep scoring goals. Um, I kind of like the idea of those two together. So I guess uh, the departure is just who's who's going to be on the wing with them. Um, and that's where you kind of have to look at, is it going to be Fabry or is it going to be Rasmussen? And I think I'm still going to go with Rasmussen. Well, uh, you know who uh, pays you out, man, big bucks. That'd be DraftKings Sportsbook. And you know what? They cater to other sports. You know what? NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. As you covered, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner is in the ad copy. It's that simple. Uh, you know... I would start putting money down. DraftKings makes it really easy to uh, be a Lions fan because the Lions keep opening up with these double-digit point spreads, and they cover. They don't have one against the Eagles this week. It's only three, so it's going to be a little bit of a whoop, whoop. Uh, I don't know if I'm putting money on that game, but they're going to show effort. Anyway, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I don't know what kind of score we're going to get out of the Fabry, Suter, Nemestikov line. Um, but I do kind of like, you know... Rasmussen, he, he's had a he's had a couple you know better games um, in a row. I, I don't mind putting him with um, Valeno at this point. Putting him with um, Zadina, I, I I would I would like to give a few more minutes there, man. God damn it, Tristan! Throwing in there, Adam Ernie is six for six on faceoffs this year. So all right, so Ernie, we, he's playing left, right wing, and center. Um, <laughs> like that one yeah i mean the red wings we don't really have a lot of ace do we have any ace centers on this team i guess you want to say larkin and mitchell stevens as far as what his job is 
He definitely played good uh, yesterday. Um, let me check on that. Uh, we'll, I'll pull that up while we're while we're chit chatting here. But I do want to throw out performance art and has something familiar: Zadina, Valeno, and Fabry for that yeah, second line. I, I think you, I think we're kind of in agreement here that it's Puse needs to get bumped. Yeah, it's that, a, we I can't it's we can't really afford to scratch him. We can scratch defenseman a lot easier, uh, but he should probably get just a few less minutes here to till he kind of builds some confidence and you know kind of figures his way out on the right wing team. Um, all right. Well, first of all, Tristan, uh, I hate to break it to you, uh, Hockey Reference has Adam Ernie uh, six for eleven, so he's still above fifty percent. Um, you've got. Uh, Fabry's Fabry's at sixty nine percent right now, uh, so a huge turnaround up. from last year. Fifty six percent for Dylan Larkin, fifty six percent for for Gagne, uh, and it, it, as we just mentioned, uh, Ernie who subs in right, and he's not actually starting there, but uh, for his eleven faceoffs, he's at fifty four percent. But that one doesn't really. Eh. Uh, Rasmussen has uh, taken. It looks like he's got the second most face-offs uh to dylan larkin rasmussen at 52 percent stevens 46 wins 45 losses so he's just above 50 percent right now and then uh puce who plays he's listed as our center he's at 40 percent right now just just under 40 i'm sorry he's at let's say 39.8 uh because that uh i want to sell I don't want to. I don't want to bump him up to the forty percent tier where he's he's in thirty nine point eight. Should we make this concession too? Like, sure, I, I think it. you could start to say that you know, healthy, non-Canadian first line, uh, Raymond Larkin Bertuzzi. I think you can. They're not like a. Let's not go crazy. They're not like a top ten first line in the NHL, but it's a formidable first line. We're like, you know, we got to pay attention to them because these guys know how to score points. And then if you look at this roster, I think you could say the bottom six, pretty comparable to other teams' bottom six. But the problem is that, you know, we don't have the depth for really a second line. And Puse is being asked to be a number two center, you know, against really good teams. So if he's taking center, like taking faceoffs against like number two centers, I got to think that's factoring in a little bit into his percentage. And I'm not saying that, you know, Rasmussen and Mitchell are trash, but they're also more often than not going against like third and fourth liners. Is that, is that too crazy uh, uh, an assertion? I would, I, I would say like taking a look at uh, when I was doing a deep dive on the Florida Panthers game, that is a team. Clearly they're undefeated. They look really good. Um, but their second and third liners are close to putting up double digits and points already, which yeah. is crazy because think, I mean, think about who, where our best guys are right now at nine points. Um, so it's it's just there there's a lot of depth on the really really great teams and then for us we I think we still have to hope that uh we're we're cutting that game in half then we're cutting it down to a period and and you know we're within a goal uh despite all of the praise we've given to uh Jeff Blashell like we're still kind of in that realm of like all right we still got to like cross our fingers a bit here that the chances even if we get outchanced, we still have goaltending that backs us up. Um, but yeah, I, I I would say our bottom nine. I I would throw that in a blender. I I, I would give Jeff. They're all so the power yeah, they're so interchangeable. I, I don't think we have. Yeah, we don't have a second line. Like we're not there yet, and that's it's okay. It just means all those guys are kind of interchangeable. I do want to throw this one out there. Brad has an interesting comment here. I'd like to see how Valeno does up with Larkin and Raymond. Now, I'm going to take this, and I want to say the problem with the first line, the only problem, is that we're not going to get it every night without any injuries. That is the only problem with the first line right now. I, I wouldn't touch it. I would give Valeno that opportunity in Canada. And then back to first line being the first line. Um, I uh, That's the most frustrating part is that, and Mike, I would argue too, where I, I would say this first line through the analytics test, they test out to be a top five first line in the league right now. So I, I will say for, they, they play a great two-way game. Lucas is incredibly responsible and aggressive on the defensive side of the puck. 
And you can see that with the, I'm not talking about analytics. I'm talking about watching him play, getting the forcing turnovers, uh, getting the puck out of the zone. That first line, that group of three, when Bertuzzi's there and he's not having the shit game he had in, in Florida, <laughs> Bertuzzi's on, he's there. That first line, uh, I, I just, it, it does that good. It is the line that you want to see when you're watching the game. Raymond is bringing out chances night after night. Uh, he's going to end up being, uh, it, it looks like he's going to end up being one of the top forwards in the league and expected goals for percentage by the end of the season. If, if his, uh, his play thus far, you know, if this turns into a pattern and continues to the end of the season and he's playing that well as a rookie, but I, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the grit that you get from uh, Dylan. And you know what? Raymond is, he's pretty aggressive. Like he, he really gets his nose dirty, but the three of those guys get their nose dirty and they have a ton of skill. And right now they, they have some pretty good shooting percentages carrying them as well. So it's, that, that is a great, that is a great first line. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is noticeably the first line, right? I, I, I just don't want to be too, you know, hyperbolic and say, my God, this is, you know, the greatest assembly of men ever created like I, I still would take you right. know like a tampa first line before ours um and probably a tampa second line i would strongly consider before our three guys considering stamco sends it I'd, I'd put i'd push back on that it, it's a it's a pretty formidable first line it's pretty good but have you seen steven stamco's yeah but well i would go with that. i know you have the hometown bias man come on we all well, love it right, right now no Okay, no, you know, how do you I'm not a... love that Lucas smile? He hasn't even lost a hockey tooth yet. We're talking about three guys that wear blue jerseys and three guys that wear red jerseys. Then the three guys that wear red jerseys play pretty fucking good. So I'm going to sign You know what's kind of guys. fun, too, by the way, going left to right yeah. with Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Lucas? They all have um, kind of like, like the teeth get better and better and better. Like, Todd's got, you know, he's definitely got hockey teeth. Larkin is getting there, but Lucas still has every single one of those shining baby white teeth. They look fantastic out there. Yeah, he's a good-looking kid. It looks like the Zamboni just went over them. They, they look uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like you have your face of the company for, for pro wrestling is Roman Reigns. Um, like, Lucas Raymond is the face of that line, no doubt. Like, he's going to be the guy selling Like, Fertuzzi is like the shield Roman watches. Reigns. And yeah. <laughs> Lucas is more like SmackDown on Fox Roman Reigns. Well, no, it's he's got uh, the white Tyler Bertuzzi is Dean Ambrose. Um, Larkin is Seth Rollins and Lucas Raymond is Roman Reigns. That's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty and the power of the group. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't watch pro wrestling, I do apologize. And that's everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody here. <laughs> um, yeah. Did we toot uh, Zadina's horn yet? Cause he had a fantastic game today. Oh man, yeah, his horn needs some tooting because uh, yesterday I gave him a hard time. I said, uh, again, Florida's secondary scoring is incredible uh, between the second and third lines. Uh, it's really hard to compete with. So I said, do we need a goal from Zadina? And he didn't give us one. And he had a stinker of a game from um, a possession and chance perspective. And he led the team in giveaways. So he was just throwing the puck all around the ice and it was just a stinker. And I got pushed back on Twitter because I wasn't, you know, too thrilled with his leading the game in turnovers. Um, but anyway, he turned it around tonight with that power play goal. I'm, I think I have that one queued up. Uh, yeah, I hope so. That was a sweet one. Oh, oh man, the pressure. I hope oh, you have that queued up, man. Run baby fuck. breath over here. Oh, fuck. I, oh, I don't. <laughs> we just got to imagine its greatness. Um, well, I just, you know, it, it was another one of those where um, – like the commentary, you know, Mickey was 100% right on that. It's it's time to get this kid some confidence. I'm really happy that this this one went in because this was more of a skill goal um, than the one he got earlier in the season. Um, yeah, let me uh, – I got it. I got it up now. I'll, I'll throw it up there. Um, I mean, this is what we brought up earlier, right, was uh, I think the, the, the narrative behind this is the turnaround for, for Cider. Like, that – should have been that should have been a goal uh the the possession before yeah you like the giggle from mickey redmond um, yeah i don't need the rest of the commentary just mickey giggle <laughs> i'll try and pull that up I'll, I'll 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 snatch that uh next week but 
yeah, th- this is this is the possession after Cider um, does that no look pass and uh, Toronto goes right. No look spin a ruski to nobody. Right and Gre- right and Grice with the save. So another yeah. fantastic moment for Mickey. Not a giggle, but he went whoa. <laughs> he didn't yeah, have any. Uh, he didn't have like any professional expertise on that Madman play. He just had a, a loud outburst of sound where he went whoa. And luckily, it wasn't a call, uh, but it was hilarious. So I just want to thank Mickey for his contribution. So when we pull this up, like you could, you could see, like this is uh, where Zadina is going to spend most of his time, uh, where my mouse is circling him. And for anybody on the podcast, I do apologize, but he's pretty close to the boards. Especially um, if the video's paused. So what? <laughs> What Cider needs to do is move the Maple Leafs out of the way. And it's just, I mean, it's its not like this isn't the greatest play we've ever seen from a quarterback on, on a power play, but it's just important, right? So it's its something right after he has that flub that he is right back out here doing a great play on the power play, getting all, look, look at, um, it's almost if you cut the offensive zone down the middle, he's brought all of the Maple Leafs to the right side or, or the, you know, the opposite side of where Zadina is set up. And it's, it's because of the fear of Mort Sider, I think plays into it. Uh, but we just keep rolling this along. And this is where Zadina has got all the time in the world to set up exactly what he wants to do. And he just rips it past, uh, which we haven't mentioned yet. Um, Rasik, uh, <laughs> just, just a beauty here. And I, I think it really is. Uh, it's a testament to the maturity of Sider. Right after that play, he gets right back into doing what he needs to do to be successful uh, in his power play role. Like it, it wasn't something where, you know, I'm glad they didn't pull him off. You know, he he didn't pull himself off. He just goes right back out there, does what he needs to do to make what, room for Zadina, pulls himself off. Yeah. That's, that's, all right. All right. I, I know. That's, where, uh, Matt, save that audio clip. I need that drop for later. You want to hear more insider pulling itself off? If, well, if I may, can I just say too, um, yeah. like when Mickey had that, uh, it wasn't it wasn't ex- like expert commentary. It was just a, a sound outburst. Oh, oh! Um, insider, you know, uh, realign the planets, and then like you like we just saw perfectly set up that goal uh, for Zadina. That was that was like the same shift. So I mean, he didn't make that tremendous boner, and then and I'm talking like you know, 60s Batman boner, not, you know, the other kind. When he made that tremendous boner, he didn't, like, hang his head and, like, go to Blash and be like, ah, coach, I don't know what I did. He literally just said, oops. And I, I totally agreed with Mickey. It's like, ah, he's a kid. It's going to happen. And life just went on. But it was, like, the same shift. There's no head hanging. There was no, like, I don't know, navel gazing. What did I do wrong? He just corrected it and was a, a super positive contributor on the very next like attempt to score. So it's just, man, this guy, this guy is so good. We're so lucky to have him. Yeah. It's um, hopefully uh, it's going to play into us getting more ESP. The the one thing I do want to say though, and I'm really proud of uh, Bailey sports for dropping that stat where uh, they showed um, like cider has more points in like his first six or seven games than Nick Lidstrom. Yeah. Um, But on that same list was Dennis Chalowski. So it's like, yeah, you know, a little little context. You know, it doesn't mean a lot in a small sample size, but it's still kind of cool that he's, you know, among certain company. Yeah, and I do see uh, the conversation going on um, in the chat here. Let me see how far back I need to go. All right, Brennis, he wants to bench Z for a couple of games. Uh, I do. Brennis going hardcore Blashel. I like it. Tristan, he's not about it. Jared, Jared's Jared's on board. He says he's been leaky. Uh, soap dish Z is just fine. Um, Brad, oh, Brad's talking about Mo Cider. Uh, um, oh, what do you, what do you say? Uh, I don't think anyone is, uh, was even upset by the giveaway from Mo because he plays so well. Yeah. That, I mean, we're just talking about how it was how just such a comically, like comically that. weird play yeah. from him. You know what I mean? Like it stood out because it's so unlike him. So, uh, so here's Tristan. This is the last point, and then I, I wanted to share uh, what we're looking at from an analytics perspective. So it, it's tough to just say I like the way Zadina plays. Uh, so we have to bring it to analytics so that there's something to point out. Um, but you know, he does say he's one of the few players that can skate out of the zone, and that that's where this comes into play. Where uh, 
we've already talked about ad nauseum. Like the, the first line is one of the best lines right now in the league from uh, an expected goals for percentage. But Philip Sedina is our next best forward in that same statistic. And it, it, it is because one Tristan throws out there, he can get the puck out of the zone. He's also great at setting up in the zone. He, he has positive uh, Fenwick and Corsi numbers. So those attempts are in his favor when he's on the ice. So this is a guy who's creating and throwing his, you know, throwing the puck at the net himself. I, I think my problem with Sedina hasn't been like the on and off. My only thing is that the higher these expected goals numbers get, it's he's creating this huge gap on five on five. And let's not forget, this is a power play goal for, for Zadina. His five on five finishing numbers aren't, aren't great. And I, I need to see that number increase. And I have no problem if anybody wants to agree with that or if anybody wants to fight me on that. But Zadina is creating quite the gap while he's on the ice or uh, while, you know, for his on ice numbers on five on five between what the expected goals should be and what the actual goals are. So that's where you start to see something that that is sure he you could still say he's a great two way forward. But if I have Zadina on my team and we go back to why we drafted him and, you know, the reasons I want to be excited for him, I want to see him close that gap. And I think that is totally fair. I, I got in the conversation uh, with some folks on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I think that's fair to ask of our players is to see that they try to close that gap. And you don't actually bring that up as a coach and say, hey, uh, you got a lot of expected goals here. Why, why don't you kick up that actual? I just mean his play will eventually do that. I think there's a lot of averages that has to come into play with that. But it is something that if we go through an entire season, especially last year where he was uh, – you know, the analytics painted him as somebody who struggled to finish. If mm -hmm. that happens again, we just don't want to see that that's the consistency in Zadina's game. That sure, he can create good-looking plays, but there isn't finish there. And that has been my, my, my do you really complaint, think that I guess. Do you really think it's an inability to finish or that he prefers to defer? And I just wondered if... Well, I mean, look at that these... shot on the power play. He has the ability. I, I just don't know how. Because I don't think it's ability. I don't think it's about ability at all. Um, I, I definitely think that he prefers to defer. So I, I think that it just sucks the reason that we have to see him shoot more. But it's kind of like Lash is like, dude, we're down our best goal scorer. Uh, but it's going to be like that every time we play Canada this year. So we need you to shoot more, dude. So I think if he takes more opportunities, I think we're going to start to just see goals go in. So, you know, as far as him finishing, it's just going to about him being more assertive. So I don't know if that's maybe just a confidence thing, but I'm not like concerned about his skill level. I just want him to be that aggressive guy and show off what he's capable of. Yeah. And, and this is probably the best point. here. Boom. B-Van 53. 53. Yeah. Drops uh, a bomb. Absolutely. More, more evidence that where, where we can look at Zadina's game and say, this looks good. He also passes the analytics test. So what's going on? And then we look at a guy like Pew Suter on this line, and we've already talked about how he's struggling. Uh, in those same statistics, he's struggling to to really get anything consistent going. Maybe it's about putting Valeno on that line. Maybe it's about when Verona comes back and Zadina gets to play with his countrymen. But either way, I, I think, you know, th this is something where it looks like um, – like the dam is ready to break. Like you, you can only go so far and continue to create those chances and not have it burst. But um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's disappointing for me only because I want to see, I want to see the production numbers add up with uh, the analytics and it, it just hurts that it hasn't happened yet, but it's not to say, I don't think it's, it, it's not me saying it won't happen. It's me saying, uh, you know, there is trouble. If it doesn't happen, and that's fair to say, but um, yeah, let's let's switch up those line mates. Let's get Puse out of there, and uh, we'll go there. I, yeah, I, I really hope that we get to see that new line combo, Valeno, uh, Zadina, and I, I want I would maybe put Rasmussen up there. All right. Um, with this conversation, have we missed anything else with this game? Um, got Zadina, boasts about Vladdy. Um, oh, we had that hilarious line today about um, Heronic scored his first goal against an actual goalie in like 82 games or something like that because he had so many empty net goals. Uh, so it was uh, pretty hilarious there. But uh, 
Um, do we, Matt? We still scored with an empty net on the ice, though. That was my. Uh, I was hoping more people thought that was funny, but I only got two likes on. Will that. you ever? And I'm gonna poll the the people here. Will you guys ever enjoy "You Make My Dreams Come True" by Daryl Hall and Oates ever again? Hall and Oates. I will never ever enjoy that ever again. Yeah. Um. What is, Chicago has that dumb Chelsea dagger that I could never. I, I still like Chelsea dagger. Nope. I, I love the Fratellis. I'm still in. I what about that awful, that uh, what's that Lambo song? Um, Want to bang on the drum all day. Do okay, do you know do. what? I like that one. That one I'm still on board <laughs> with. But, um, yeah, Hollow Notes just doesn't add up for, like, a hockey game. That just, uh, like, I get, like, you could see what Chicago is trying to do with Chelsea Dagger. Um, there's, like, a chant mixed into it. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's not a hockey song to me. I think it's more like a it's not it's not a celebration song. Can I do right? a hot take for you, Matt? Yeah, go for it. I think it's just as much of a hockey song as "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Sorry, and that they're both not hockey songs, and I don't get geeked up for hockey when I hear I, that song. Have it, no, I did. I said it's not a celebration song, but. I was going to say, it, it is a good filler song because you can get the fans singing along. I don't mind the sing-along stuff, but I don't know. It doesn't get me into it. That's, that's, that's where I sit. I, I think there's room for sing-along songs. Are Hollow Notes even Canadian? They have like a wealth of Canadian like music they could be choosing from. Are they can even Canadian? They can choose whoever they want. I'm just saying, music. like they're going to embrace a Hall and Oats song for a celebratory goal? Come on. But, We've got Google. What what what, what Wikipedia is going to say? I'd rather listen to Judas by Fozzy. No, number one selling Canadian. Oh no, there it is. Uh, American pop rock duo. All <laughs> <Hall and Oates. laughs> Yes, yes, we've been fact checked. Love it. Uh, oh, Matt, would you rather hear Holland Oates or Fozzy sing uh, Judas every time there's a goal? And that's the band led by uh, Chris. Yeah, Jericho nobody knows that reference. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, Judas was on the uh, top rock and roll charts on Spotify. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> Tristan, All right, Tristan, come on, man. They Tristan's just say the word Detroit. In. They just say the word Detroit in it. Come on, man. That's not a hockey song. That no. is, it is everybody. It's a sports song. A lot of teams and remember the san francisco giants used it when they were uh, going for their world series wins and then steve perry showed up to sing it that's right matt knows his journey <laughs> he knows his journey. are we at least on the same page that it's jumped the shark like i mean we were playing that song and we were losing like 12 games in a row five to one five to two no and they, they just play the third period no they save it they, they save it, it for for wins they they do, they they do a pretty good job yeah they they do a pretty good job of saving it um, um all right that. i think yeah i think we're we we did want to go a lot shorter today and we're already on 40 minutes um but it, yeah uh okay let me, guys, wait, let me make one concession man yeah go it's for at it. least better than um the neil diamond song that people try to sing along to oh my god what are you what doing hold on what is the name of that uh sweet caroline sweet caroline yeah because that was like boston's thing and now everybody tries to do it the way boston does it and i i don't think that's great i think that it should just be boston song so uh soap dish wants to know mike your definition of a sports song now that you started this conversation my definition of a sports song yeah now everybody's mad at you in the comments oh boy <laughs> you guys are really getting on the right <laughs> oh my god you guys, it just says the word Detroit in it. All right, there's other songs that do that. There's there's better songs. I, I the criteria doesn't have to be it has the word Detroit in it. Does it have to be from Jack Jams, Mike? Is that <laughs> Jack Jams or um, now that's what I call Jack Jams. Either one of those <laughs> two series of albums, I think, would be okay. Uh, I I I will say I think there's different points that i mean like to, like if you go to a, a little C, you know little caesar's arena hockey game there's that adorable old man who's playing the organ so there's a huge spectrum of hockey songs i think 
I love uh, the organ. I love the organ. I do. Um, I'm saying, like, think yeah. about that range of of music. Um, there's, say, there's you know what? You want moments? I, I will say that Jack James met tongue in cheek. Yeah, but uh, sometimes I do want to hear Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary Glitter. Okay? Guess what, Brennan? Yeah, my dude, Brennan. My dude. Yes, yes. This guy gets it. You know what, Brennan? You and I are gonna joke our high step down a flight of stairs together to that Rock and Roll Part Two song. Uh, and Tristan actually just threw that in there too. Uh, his local team, the SX uh, 73s. You want to know what? You know what, fam? I got one for you. You ready? You guys, obviously, we all hate Sidney Crosby and his dumb mustache, right? Goes without saying. But when they come out to uh, Raining Blood by Slayer, I, I'm amped for a hockey game. I'm sorry. Can we get on the same page for Raining Blood by Slayer? That yeah, is that's a superior song. Hockey-wise, the journey. Come on. I I I will say when we uh when we are playing Pittsburgh, they have a pretty good selection too of like uh, wrestling entrance songs that they play throughout uh, throughout the game. They're pretty good about that. They also do like uh, Van Halen over there a lot more than uh, the DJ in Detroit. I'm always I'm always kind of bummed. It it definitely leans like in Detroit. The games lean a little harder into the. Um, like house um, music what's the electronic um, yeah electronic yeah. house music which i get it like that's hockey you know to a that's team. a big like, thing in detroit yeah we have a lot of like edm festivals and stuff so i kind of get I, that yeah i want more van halen that's that's where matt's at that's <laughs> <laughs> all right um we gotta wrap up here because uh we just talked about <laughs> uh sports music but um party thoughts i i would say um yeah, Valeno's got to, he's got to do exactly what he just did tonight and not from a production standpoint, but just from a competency standpoint. And uh, he's got a spot when we uh, bring Bertuzzi back in the lineup. And um, yeah, I wanted to, I, I still want to see Zadina I, get I forgot five to shout out five. one more person. Um, he didn't, he didn't get a goal, but Larkin, oh my God. He came up so short, like two or three times tonight. And the cameras were doing a fantastic job catching the expression on his face with just that, like that just a little bit of frustration you know yeah i i uh i think we've talked about it almost every episode now where it looks like larkin has he's got like his 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 heart back right he's got his smile back like this is this is what dylan larkin or as darren mccarty said he's healthy no god damn it i (laughs) i don't want you to ever forget that i don't want another fucking darren mccarty reference jesus (laughs) Uh, just go back for anybody who doesn't understand it just go back and watch the episode where we had darren guest and uh he just did not listen to us for three seconds it was so hard (laughs) to talk to him (laughs) oh my god all right um but yeah larkin's a great point um oh tristan you know what Tristan's throwing up my other band, ACDC. Oh, ACDC yeah. all day, every day uh, in uh, at hockey arenas. All right. Um, what do we think? We got Montreal. Do we uh, redeem ourselves from that uh, shellacking? The effort's there, but I it's just tough without your best player. And I think Montreal just got... Wait, Bertuzzi? Yeah, he's still our best player. No, come on. Larkin, what, Larkin's, not, Larkin's number one. Lucas Raymond is bringing the most excitement. I think Larkin is the best all-around player right now on the ice for the Red Wings. So is Bertuzzi our most important player? That could be argued because when we he see, left the lineup. We, that's when we started to lose. But what would, ha- but, like but what would happen if Lucas Raymond, if we had Bertuzzi and Larkin and Fabry as our first line? Or better yet, what would happen if it was Bertuzzi, Raymond, and Pew Suter was I don't want to think about I don't want to think about terrible things. I'm just I don't saying think about them. They'll sound like horrible things, and I'm gonna go to bed soon, man. I have nightmares <laughs> about that. All right, Tristan's got one to nothing. Um Soapdish says Eskbert, he'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dude. Thanks, Soapdish. <laughs> And uh, Brad threw it out there. Goalies are our most important players right now. So uh, back to Tristan's point of a one to nothing win. That would be uh, that would be redemption over a Montreal Canadiens team that's really only had one good offensive game so far this year. I think they just got trounced again, didn't they? Um, 
Tristan, you were um, telling me too that Florida already lost. So I know you've you've got your um you've got your head on a swivel. Yeah, they they went down five to two to uh the oh, Kings. Boy. Five to two to the two five and one Kings. Uh so yeah. <laughs> Can I say this is gonna be a fascinating Red Wing game to see if we have some real just fire in our guts to just kill these guys? Doesn't it seem like Cider's the kind of guy like think about what Cider did today after he had an oopsie? Like yeah. it just seems he like Cider's gonna go into this play. game. He's gonna get a hat trick, I feel like, on Tuesday or something. <laughs> like, I'm, shit. I'm, I'm gonna be glued to that TV. I how can't wait say, to see what an angry Red Wing team looks like. How do you say fuck this shit in German? We gotta get like a drop of Mo saying that because sometimes that just looks like that's what Mo's doing on the ice. Like he's just sick of the shit going around and Trick he's just gonna. Scheisen. <laughs> oh, did Trick you just look it up? Scheisen. No, but it sounded good, didn't it? <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here before we find out what that actually means. Um, where were we? All right. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, if you did enjoy this, uh, of course, please hit the like this button. Is a, on the- this is a special episode, too, because we forgot to do the ad copy. Yeah, I'm going to have to mix that in. I'm glad I so just you guys lucked out. out <laughs> you guys lucked out. Yep, that's um, what people usually drop off. So viewership at an all-time high right now. Exactly. Love it. We didn't see a drop. You guys skipped the ad copy. I like this program. Hit, yeah, do us a favor and hit the like button because we didn't do ads today. <laughs> uh, subscribe. Do the uh, If you guys uh, really want to help us out on the podcast, uh, just a quick review. Go to Apple Podcasts and throw one down. It does uh, – it actually – it just gives us more uh, – Oh, what do they do? Apple throws us out there more to people that are just searching Red Wings. Uh, we finally show up if you search Red Wings on the fucking app. So thank you to everybody that has reviewed us recently. We really appreciate that. Yeah, we kept coming up for studs. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, that's a good note to end on. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you guys uh, coming up probably after that Canadians game. Woo. All right, see ya.